Welcome to the NZ Sports powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media because we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show on our Twitter timeline, also on Instagram. And hit us up on TikTok as well for more Titans content. Uh, and we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out. You guys like Wilson County Hyundai, if you're looking for a new car, hit them up. And see him in Lebanon at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org. They're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. BoneandJointTN.org. Uh, then we've also got Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. But our coverage, rates, and service. Learn more about a health plan for you. FBHP.com slash ATOZ. And Hughes and Coleman, the official injury lawyer's of the Tennessee Titans, if you've been injured in a car wreck, call Hughes and Coleman at 800-800-4600. Before we dive into this, Zach, uh, a lot of thoughts on people in the state of Florida. I know Big Ten Jeff is in the Orlando area, which the east eastern coast of Florida has been okay for the most part now uh, with uh, Hurricane Ian going on. But uh, the Tampa area and the west coast of Florida – getting hammered throughout yesterday. So did want to mention that because I, I have a, a college buddy that lives in the area, vacationed down there a few times in the Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater area. Uh, so, uh, Zach, I'm not sure if you know anybody in that area or not, but uh, I'm sure we've got some viewers in that Florida area as well. So hopefully, hopefully everybody's safe and able to uh, escape the hurricane yesterday. Yeah, very scary situation. I mean, that's, uh, you know, again, it's Mother Nature out of your hands and you can either escape or you can, you know, batten down the hatches and try to to, to, to fight it and fend it off. But regardless, you know, that, it's just a situation that you wish uh, nobody uh, is a part of. But unfortunately, that's just kind of how things work. So hopefully, you know, once the storm does pass and the hurricane does pass, that the damage is not uh, completely disastrous where it can be rebuilt and because you never know once it hits landfall. I think that's the scary part is what kind of damage it's done. But some of the scenes from down there in Florida flooding, uh, you know, it's like kind of like a, a horror film where sharks are, are swimming around and you don't know where you yeah. are. I've seen a lot of things on TikTok. So um, that that's, that's the harsh news. I do want to mention this off the top. Uh, and this is a little bit better news and we'll get into the Titans. Uh, sometimes you just get lucky in life. And last night, I got lucky. I got home from dinner. I walked into my house. And just so happened, ESPN was on because Tux likes to watch ESPN while I'm away. 2-2. Two, two. Aaron Judge at the plate. I watched two more pitches. He fouls one off. And the 61st home run goes flying off of a Blue Jays fan glove, which is hilarious. And I get to watch it, and literally, I watched two pitches, and it was all luck. But it was one of those moments. I watched Barry Bonds because that's steroid era. That's mm -hmm. when I was growing up. Yeah, bigger baseball fan then. I remember on the edge of my seat watching that chase, and I've monitored this chase from Aaron Judge. But complete luck to watch that live. That was a really cool moment uh, last night that I just wanted to share because I was just like. You know, I appreciate that. Sports fans, I think, hopefully would appreciate that. But very cool moment, 61 well, last night in Toronto. Tying the hurricane and that together, I don't know if you saw this, but Sarah Walsh, uh, I believe she's still with ESPN, but a, a sports anchor who actually spent some time in Nashville uh, locally here too. Her husband is a relief pitcher for the Jays, caught the ball after the fan dropped it. And she said, well, the bad news is I'm in Florida as the hurricane is coming through, but the good news is I can retire because my husband got the ball and then followed up with, oh, no, he gave the ball back to the Yankees. <laughs> and so he was, you know, she was thinking. Yeah, sell the, that's sell a the tough ball. situation for a player. Yeah. You, you yeah. have to give it back. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. So, uh, so Sarah Walsh with Fox now, Lucas Burkstead. I, you know, it's hard to keep up with how people move around uh, the networks these days. But all right. Uh, so. Titans Colts. Obviously, this is a huge matchup, uh, especially with both teams getting off to slow starts. One, one, and one for the Colts season opener, and then one and two for the Titans. Uh, but this is going to be an ugly, chippy game because it doesn't necessarily matter what the records are when these two teams play, Zach. It's always going to be somewhat close. 
it's uh, there's rivalries built in. Both teams have uh, players they've drafted in the same years that have come up together and, and match up against each other. This game uh, is going to be must watch on Sunday. I think it's also on Fox uh, there, but Titans Colts. This is a big one in the AFC South early in the year. Well, yeah, and we knew this. We t- we talked about the Colts' record and the, the the Colts' schedule really at the beginning of playing you know, five out of the first seven weeks. Divisional opponents. They've already played the Texans. They've already played the Jaguars. They're going to play the Titans again. They're going to play the Titans again after this. So it it you know the schedule is wonky for the Colts. But if you look at what the Titans have to achieve. This is a three-horse race early in this season, right? I mean, who knows what's going to happen? We haven't even played four four weeks of football. But this is very impactful because it's at Indy. If you can steal that at Indy game and kind of settle in, this is – and I, you know, looking back at it, hindsight's always 20-20, but looking back at what the Titans were in training camp heading into the football season and then how, how it, they started – we probably should have predicted a rocky road to begin because there was too many question marks, especially we knew Harold Landry wasn't going to be a part of the defense because of his ACL. But offensively, I don't think that we should be shocked that they've had some ups and downs throughout the course of the first three weeks. You hope with good coaching, which the Titans do have, say what you want about Todd Downing, I'm kind of excluding that, but good coaching overall. They should kind of find their identity and right the ship to go and start to smooth sail and get to who they are. They've got good players. They've got a talented quarterback, not an elite quarterback, but a talented quarterback. And if they play good defense and they're coached well and they control the clock, that's how they've won games. And that's how they've been a consistent playoff team for the last several years, right? So this is a big game to set the tone for divisional play. This is the first divisional game that the Titans uh, are going to have to to face. If you win your division, you make the playoffs. We said that all offseason. The Titans' playoff destiny is within the division. It's not trying to battle it out for a wild card outside. So this is a big tone setter for the season, uh, live in Indianapolis against Matt Ryan, Jonathan Taylor, and the Colts. Yeah, and we'll get to Jeffrey Simmons setting that tone here in a second, but I, I did see where uh, Darren says, I saw DeForest Buckner on the injury list. That could be huge. Uh, yeah, just to quickly run through the injury uh, uh, report from both teams from yesterday's practice. For the Titans, Traylon Burks did not practice because of an illness. Zach Cunningham did not from an elbow. Amani Hooker did not with a concussion, uh, which is new to, I think, most people. Austin Hooper did not practice with a neck. And then Ola Daney, Ugo Amadi, Christian Fulton, Kyle Phillips, all limited participants. And Bud Dupree, the big one for the Titans, full participant after not playing against the Raiders on Sunday. And then the list of Colts that did not practice on Wednesday is uh, large and interesting. Uh, as you go with names like Jonathan Taylor, Yannick Ngakwe, Ryan Kelly, Stephon Gilmore, DeForest Buckner, and Julian Blackman. We'll see. Um, if a lot of those were more maintenance things for veterans like Kelly and DeForest Buckner. Uh, I did see this from Adam Schefter via probably Jonathan Taylor's agent this morning. Uh, But Adam Schefter tweeted this right before the show. An iron streak quietly came to an end Wednesday when Colts running back Jonathan Taylor missed his first football practice due to an injury. Until Wednesday, Taylor never missed a practice at Salem High School in New Jersey or at Wisconsin or with the Colts. So right from Adam Schefter's text group with uh, Jonathan Taylor's agent to spread that information, which I don't care about Salem High School. It doesn't matter or have anything to do with Jonathan Taylor, but he did miss practice yesterday with a toe. So there's He's a lunch pail guy. You got to respect the lunch pail guy. You go to work every single day and you get the job done. It's unfortunate, but maybe, I mean, if it, if it has to be this week, that's a good week for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Uh, right. So never missing a practice uh, for John. All right. But Jeffrey Simmons set the tone. So Jeffrey Simmons was asked about the matchup with Quentin Nelson. We're about to play you the video uh, of what Jeffrey Simmons said, but Zach first tell us all about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Perfect make and model for you. They've got a service center. They do maintenance on your car. 
You don't know anything that can lead a lot of maintenance once you buy a brand new Palisade. I'll tell you that. That thing is sleek. It dominates the streets. And you can dominate the streets in a brand new Palisade. Both Austin and I have test driven that car. It has all the bells and whistles. It is the perfect family vehicle. Third row seating, leather interior, captain seats, bucket seats, however you want to call them. It's got it's got space. And it is a very, very cool full-size SUV. That's the Palisade. They also have... Uh, more in their fleet, including the Sonata, the Elantra, the Tucson, and the Santa Fe, and the Ionic, which is battery-powered. Visit WilsonCountyHyundai.com to look at their inventory. Download the BetMGM app and simple thing. When you do it, use our code ATOZ Sports. That means you get a risk-free bet on pro football up to $1,000. So download the app, plug in that code ATOZ Sports, make your first deposit and your first bet on pro football is risk-free up to $1,000 here live on this Titans Thursday. Zach, about to play this video, Jeffrey Simmons answering a question from Teron Davenport about Big Jeff versus, versus Big Q, Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson is almost like pay-per-view TV. What do you like about those, those matchups you're going to go against? I mean, I guess you call it a heavyweight matchup, I guess. I, don't, I mean, I don't, I look at him like a any other um, offensive lineman. You know, we have to come ready to play each and every Sunday. Um, I know they they um, and everyone around the league they like him. They live up. They hype him up to be that guy. And you know, apparently that you know I feel very confident in myself, no matter what who I'm facing. But like I said, they everyone live up and hype him that you know he is the best guard in the league. Much respect to him, but you know he still have to line up and play football when it come down to it. Um, which what I'm going to do Sunday. So I'm not looking forward to, you know, these one-on-one battles. It's, you know, Tennessee Titans versus the Colts and Tennessee Titans defense versus their offense, which has ran around 28. So we'll get to the run through 28 thing here in a second, but Big Jeff doesn't give a damn about how much Quentin Nelson makes on his contract or what people say on national TV or national media about Quentin Nelson. Well, Jeffrey Simmons also knows that everybody likes Quentin Nelson, right? So I actually think you look a little deeper into his words. He said what he needed to say as somebody to to try to not give, you know, bulletin board material between a big divisional game early in the season. So, Jeff, you did your job there. But I do, if you look a little deeper into it, him just saying that they love to hype him up, who they? They people. Who are those people? Those people are the national media. Those are the people are all the fantasy football lovers. Those are the the, the people on NFL Network. Everybody on First Take and all those crap ass debate shows in the morning. They know. They know that Quentin Nelson and Jeffrey Simmons knows that they love to hype that guy up. I think he was very politically correct in his answer, but I do look a little bit deeper into it as. He knows, he recognizes what's going on. He's not naive to the fact that Quentin Nelson has a big reputation. He obviously has a very big contract. Jeff does not yet. He will get that. And, you know, the stock, I, I told this in our pre-show meeting with, with, with you, Austin, and, and Sam, our, our Titans reporter. This is kind of how I feel about the state of the perception of these two players. I do feel like Jeffrey Simmons is climbing. It's going up. And I feel like Quentin Nelson, he had that big shock to the system, you know, first one, two years, but then he's kind of settled in. He's had some injuries and I'm not saying he's that, but you know, we've seen more times where he's gotten beat than ever in the last couple of years. The first, I think the first year, all pro unbelievable, you know, earned that reputation. But that's where the clash, where's this clash going to happen? I'm excited to see that. Jeffrey Simmons has had a very good year up to date. This is just another, you know, it's another way, another guy in his path to get to the quarterback. Usually Jeffrey Simmons gets by that guy. Yeah, and uh, Quentin Nelson just got a four-year, $80 million contract with 31 mil guaranteed. So that is the highest paid guard in the NFL that, you know, Jeffrey Simmons, just to kind of read some of the quotes that he said uh, about this matchup is, uh, 
everyone hypes him that he's the best guard in the league and much respect to him, but he's still got to line up and play football when it comes down to it. That's what I'm going to do Sunday. <laughs> so Jeff doesn't care about your bank account. He does not care about power rankings of positional rankings and all that. He's just going to line up and beat and whip whoever's over him. And if you look, what, well, I was going to say, that's the mindset of a really good defensive pass rusher, right? Like they, I, we don't care. I say it all the time. I don't care. You've got to go out and do your job. And I think, I, I mean, those words, I, I, I like when you read those words, right? They, they, I feel like hit a little bit, uh, a little bit more, but that, that's the mindset you have to have. Yeah. And, and just for the matchup, it, these two guys have played against each other five times so far in their careers. And if you look at the box score, Jeffrey Simmons doesn't exactly have incredible games in the box score against the Colts. He's just got one sack, two quarterback hits, 14 tackles, three pass deflections, and one tackle for loss. But when you look at the tape, between Jeffrey Simmons and Quentin Nelson. We've all seen those viral Twitter tape videos where Simmons completely bodies up Quentin Nelson. And that's going to be massive because I want to play the video one more time from Jeff Simmons. And then we're going to focus on the last sentence that Jeffrey Simmons says about what this Colts Titans matchup is all about. Quentin Nelson is almost a What do you like about those matchups he against? I mean, I guess you call it a heavyweight matchup, I guess. I, don't, I mean, I, I look at him like a, any other um, offensive lineman. You know, we have to come ready to play each and every Sunday. Um, I know they, they um, and everyone around the league, they like him. They live up, they hype him up to be that guy. And, you know, apparently that, you know, I feel very confident in myself no matter what, who I'm facing. But, like I said, they, everyone live up and hype him that, you know, he has the best guard in the league. Much respect to him, but, you know, he still have to line up and play football when it comes down to it, um, which what I'm going to do Sunday. So I'm not looking forward to, you know, these one-on-one battles. It's, you know, Tennessee Titans versus the Colts and Tennessee Titans defense versus their offense, which has ran around 28. Titans defense versus their offense, which is run around number 28 who is Jonathan Taylor, who missed his first football practice in eight years or, or more, uh, according to Adam Schefter, uh, yesterday with a toe injury. It's all about Jonathan Taylor. And so Quentin Nelson is the only thing that's between Jeffrey Simmons and Jonathan Taylor. So how do you feel about Jeff Simmons' mindset on that aspect? Well, you concentrate on the ball carrier, not on the guy in the way of the ball carrier. So it's the right mindset. We've never had a problem with Jeffrey Simmons as a football player. I mean, he's unbelievable. That's It makes sense why he's saying all of that stuff. As a football player, your job is to go get the football, right? I mean, that that's what it is. And, you know, he's saying stuff that we all know, fans all know. The Colts' offense is centered around their running game. They have and the returning rushing champion in Jonathan Taylor of a season ago. Obviously, the Derrick Henry injury impacted that outcome, but you know that's where the Colts that that's who helps Matt Ryan. And Matt Ryan can beat you and beat the Col or beat the Chiefs this past weekend if he has some time. The problem has been they really, truly the Colts have struggled over the first three weeks of the season, even against the Chiefs. They haven't really played their premier game. The Titans played their premier half, right? The first half against the Las Vegas Raiders, 24 points. I don't know how much better you could play. You get 24 points, you times that by two, you get that, that's 48. We don't do math on air, but that's 48. You score 48 points, you're winning the football game, right? Usually. We have not seen that for four quarters where the Titans drop off is in the second half. The Colts usually start really, really slow I've seen that graph this week. Mm -hmm. They're polar opposites, right? Yeah. We, we talked about that graph a week ago of how bad the Titans have been in the second half, and that continued into week three. They've got to right their ways, but Jeffrey Simmons is absolutely correct. You're only as good as stopping their premier player, which is number 28, Jonathan Taylor. All right, so let's ask this question because Zach kind of touched on it right there. What should the Titans focus on more? Is it stopping Jonathan Taylor 
or is it disrupting Matt Ryan? Because you say all those things about Jonathan Taylor, which you're not wrong there, but you look at Matt Ryan, who's been sacked 12 times in three games. That's more math on air. That's four per game. He's given up uh, uh, four turnovers in three games so far this season. So which is more important for the Titans to focus on stopping Jonathan Taylor or disrupting Matt Ryan? Uh, want your answers and we'll get to those here in a second. Uh, but first I'm going to tell you guys all about the bone and joint Institute, bone and joint TN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, you have to know who to go to and know who to trust. That is the bone and joint Institute in Franklin. They have over a dozen doctors at their facility that specialize in any type of joint injury you could possibly have. So when you get hurt, go check them out. Boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, we're powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. That's A to Z Sports. You see that right there on your screen, the promo code. In the promo code tab, if you're a new user, use the promo code A-T-O-Z-S-P-O-R-T-S, all one word, no spaces, and you will get a risk-free bet for new users up to $1,000. $1,000, you can bet tonight. You got a big Thursday night matchup. You can put some cold, hard cash there or over the weekend with your best bet. Risk-free bet up to $1,000 for new users. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports and download the BetMGM app today. All right, so the question we just asked everybody in the chat is, what should the Titans focus on more, stopping Jonathan Taylor or disrupting quarterback Matt Ryan? Uh, Zach, what does the chat have to say about this one? Uh, let's see, our guy Hibachi, who, who started watching it uh, probably the show a couple of months ago, said the, Col- uh, the Titans Colts conversation recently right yeah i think that was when we hibachi first jumped in uh the mix jt going for 100 so uh he's not answering the question he's just saying hey uh jonathan taylor's gonna be hard to stop steven's saying you need to stop 28 so is titans kyle matt ryan from tighten up he says that's the guy to key on taylor from andrew dominic says taylor uh jt from jason uh taylor matt ryan is cheeks from nate john which is kind of funny Eric says uh, Matt Ryan, 2-8 from Stephen King. Stop JT. Stop JT, no question from Matthew. Disrupting Ryan coming in from Will Dotson Jr. Stopping Jonathan Taylor from Xavier. Uh, The name of the game, and this is from Jared, the name of the game, keep yours comfortable and make theirs uncomfortable. Get after Matt Ryan. That's a good comment right there, Man, what a – that's so like – like intelligent like it's like a like a very like uh you know knowledgeable type word prophetic i guess is what i'm trying to look for of how that sentence was structured it's pretty funny there austin what do you think who should they stop first jt or matt ryan so i i think the the team that wins this game is a team that makes the least mistakes and jonathan taylor and derrick henry aren't players who typically make mistakes And so I think the way that this game goes is in the flipping of the script. And when that happens is turnovers and by the quarterbacks. And so I think disrupting Matt Ryan is going to sway the tide, if you will. And so I think that is where you need to go because you're, you're seeing, as Eric says, Matt Ryan is a sitting duck. Uh, You're seeing Matt Ryan getting sacked four times a game on average. You're seeing him turn the ball over, over one time per game this season. So big momentum shifts. And if Bud Dupree can play, because Bud Dupree was a full participant in practice yesterday for the Titans, if he can play with Jeff Simmons, with Danico Autry, and Rashad Weaver, who has three sacks in the first three games, now you've got a front four that can really get after the quarterback and disrupt Matt Ryan to create your offense in a better situation. So I think disrupting Matt Ryan is what wins the football game. I mean, you can't allow Jonathan Taylor to do what Saquon Barkley did to you in the first game. Like, so we have to understand, like, just because I'm saying Matt Ryan doesn't mean I think you can let Jonathan Taylor run wild, but you've, you've got to be able to get after Matt Ryan and make him uncomfortable. That's how you win. Well, you brought up the point that I was going to bring up. I agree with the chat, and overall, the chat stopped Jonathan Taylor. Mine is stopped Jonathan Taylor, and it is a little bit of chicken in the egg in that sense. You know, 
I I look and I say, if you look at what Saquon Barkley did in the second half, knowing that Saquon Barkley was the Giants' best player, it wasn't Danny Dimes or Sterling Shepard or Galloway. Like there wasn't any of those guys. It was one man. It was Saquon Barkley, and he single-handedly a busted coverage helped them with Sterling Shepard. Right, the busted coverage that was a defensive flaw. Other than that, that's only seven points, though. And other than that, the reason why the Giants had the opportunity to come back into the game, take the lead, convert on their two-point conversion instead of unlike the Raiders, was all because of their best player. And the Titans couldn't stop their best player. And so I think the same way. Daniel Jones is kind of like Matt Ryan. You know, the the... Giants offensive weapons are kind of like the Colts offensive weapons. Michael Pittman Jr. is probably better than the rest. But Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, if you stop Jonathan Taylor and prevent him from killing you, I think the Titans win the game. I actually don't even think it comes down to the turnovers. What you said is absolutely correct in any sport. You make mistakes that are costly, you're probably going to lose, right? That, uh, that That's pretty obvious. If a better player just beats you because you're not prepared for that better player. Like we saw against the New York giants in the second half, he'll beat you too. And so I think if they, if they hold Jonathan Taylor and honestly put the Colts into a similar situation that Jacksonville did down in Duval County, that's how you win this game. I don't yeah. think that the, the score is going to be the same. I think it will probably be a closer game, but you stop 28 all day in my opinion. Yeah, I think, you know, the Colts, you, you brought this up earlier. The Titans start fast, the Colts start slow. I think that is so important for the Titans. Can the Titans score a touchdown on their opening drive for the fourth consecutive game? Like, how big would that be? Because getting the Colts in a hole, it, you know, just a 7 nothing hole in the first possession is not that big of a deal. But if you can get the Colts in a hole whatsoever, then now they can't go to Jonathan Taylor like they couldn't do it against the Jags because they were down 17 nothing for the majority of that game. But remember last year, Zach, in Indianapolis, the Titans had turnovers early in that game that put them in a hole. Carson Wentz was up 14 nothing with the blink of an eye because the Colts went down, scored a touchdown on their opening drive. Ryan Tannehill threw an interception real quick on the first possession for the Titans. The Colts answer with a touchdown, and you're like, oh my gosh. What just happened? Then we find out Derrick Henry has his shoe off and his foots get looked at. And now you're really freaking out on what it is. But guys made plays. The Titans defense made plays. And A.J. Brown and Ryan Tannehill made enough plays to overcome that hole. The Colts can't necessarily overcome that hole like the Titans did last year. So if the Titans can get out and suffocate them, then I, I think it's it, it's a spot where the Titans can try to hold on to a second half lead for really the first time this season. Well, and it, you know, the Titans have a good problem. It's kind of weird to say that, but they have a good problem. And the good problem is they fixed their script. Their script was bad last year, right? They couldn't score to save their life. Now they're coming out, at least setting some sort of a tone for football games. You would think that being able to adjust, you can do different things each game to adjust. That is the epitome of coaching. You think that that could write its ways. If your script blows, there's nothing you could do. Like, right, mm -hmm. last year, you can't go back. You can redo the script, but they redid the script every single week, I felt like, last year, and they got the same result, which was punt, 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 sometimes field goal, punt, 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 three and out, right? So I think they have a better problem this year that they can adapt to because of what their 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 team is focused around and that is the running game it sometimes Derrick Henry's just better than everybody and, and run blocking is easier than pass blocking it's just these are the facts of football so well, for for some yeah yeah for it for for most because because of the and I'll I'll clarify that because of the elevated pass rushing play of this era of football that's the reason why Nick Bosa's, Joey Bosa's, TJ Watts, the the disruptors, Miles Garrett, those type of players, there's more of them that can disrupt and kill series. 
So that's why I say what I say. It It's set up for if the Titans correct their problem, they're going to be in a really good situation for like yeah. the majority of the season if they fix it quick. Yeah. Uh, Kabachi says you got to be able to throw on the Colts, Austin. Colts only giving up 2.3 yards a carry. Uh, well, I don't have to do anything, but the Titans, yes, they need to be able to throw because the, the, <laughs> because the, the no, Colts. No, no, you don't. I don't have to do a damn thing, uh, but watch. And that's great. But, uh, but Kabachi's not wrong is that uh, the Colts rush run defense is really good. One of the best in the NFL, if not best in, in average per carry uh, there. But we have seen the Titans run defense get gashed in, in spots. And I did find something kind of funny because we played big Jeff earlier on. So Saquon Barkley gashed the Titans defense in the second half. Uh, the, the bills did not run often, but when they did, they had success doing it enough to keep the Titans defense at bay. Jeffrey Simmons was asked why the Titans defensive line uh, was getting gashed in the run game, and here was his answer. If we playing peekaboo on uh, up front and uh, giving him so much space, <laughs> playing peekaboo, <laughs> the Titans, the Titans defense is playing peekaboo, and it's funny to hear a tickle monster like Jeffrey Simmons say the word. Oh peek-a-boo. God! Oh God! <laughs> but you, no, you were doing so well. You were doing so well, Austin, and then you just ruined it right there. Nah, that was a joke. But but seriously, like Jeffrey Simmons playing peekaboo is funny or saying we're peekaboo. But what he's saying is right. And that's what we talked about with the Giants second half, Zach, is that the Titans got too cocky when it came to getting after Daniel Jones. And they started playing peekaboo and looking around the guy instead of playing their right gap. And then they got gashed. And I feel like because it happened against the Giants, they're aware of it it's less likely to happen moving forward. Now, it's still going to happen. Jonathan Taylor's good, right? Jonathan Taylor's going to get some. But the Titans have been burned by this before already, just a couple weeks ago. Big Jeff's not going to be playing peekaboo all that much with Quentin Nelson. It's more like patty cake. Yeah, well, and you got to go do your job. That's the premise, right? Do your job regardless. That's what, as you mentioned, they struggled to continuously do their job the Bills game is an anomaly. That thing was over. But for the Giants, they had a ton of success in the first half defensively getting after and disrupting series for the Giants. The second half was not like that, right? They couldn't. It's like they couldn't stop them, right? They couldn't get to them. So, uh, yeah, you're. I think you're absolutely right. You can't play pickaboo. Uh, I, man, I the tickle monster thing just killed me though. Like I, I, I was, I was actually out the week that you guys talked about that last year, which I thank the good Lord above that I was, but whoever created that, uh, I'm glad that that didn't stick. Oh, I just thought it was funny. That's the first thing I heard of. Or I thought of when I heard big Jeff say it's peekaboo. Thing ever. It's so funny. It's, it's so it was funny. made up by a loser. That's who it was. Okay. <laughs> All right, now it's getting I mean, I'm telling you straight up. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Thursday. Mike Vrabel was asked an interesting question as well uh, in his press conference yesterday, and we're going to play you his answer to it. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. You can sign up for your health plan today. I signed up for my health plan and I'm really glad that I did. I changed my previous health plan because I was paying more money. My coverage was worse. Uh, nobody talked to me ever. And then all of a sudden, I'd switch to Farm Bureau Health Plans and I have better service at a better rate and better coverage. All three of those were true. I also get uh, dental where you got free teeth cleanings. I got a contact allowance for, for my vision. Find your plan at fbhp.com slash A to Z over 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. They're hooking you up with a great plan. I am benefiting off of my great plan. You can, too. Quick health assessment that takes about 20, 30 minutes. They give you a quote, and then you realize, I should have switched a long, long time ago. That's fbhp.com slash A to Z. Download the BetMGM app and use our code ATOZ Sports, and you get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 on your first bet on pro football Easy enough right there. Take advantage of it. The NFL season and the pro football is back. College football on Saturday is back. And 
Don't miss out on all the fun with BetMGM. That's download the app with code ATOZ Sports, and you get a risk free bet on pro football up to $1,000. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualifications and eligibility requirements. Warriors issued as knowledge of all free, free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Mike Vrabel asked a question yesterday after an 0-2 start. What would it be like? What would it mean to get back to 500? Here's what Vrabel had to say. Five hundred after the start to the season. I think that's just all you're all you're looking for is just try to get um, you know back to the surface. You know, it's obviously the next week. It's a challenge. It's on the road. You know, first division game. Um, so it, you know, it's it's going to be a lot of work this week. You know, we're going to have to put as much into it as we ever have. I think that the guys are excited. You know, to, to, for the challenge and making sure that. You know, we understand who, who these guys are. We have a lot of respect for, for this organization, for, for this team. Um, you know, these have been, you know, battles, you know, each and every year, each and every game, twice a year. So, uh, you know, that preparation has already begun. That preparation has already begun. So, it is a big deal. If the Titans starting 0-2 and they get to October at 2-2 and and you've got a win over the Colts, the other win is in the AFC against the Raiders. The Giants win still stings, but it's also a NFC loss, so it's not that huge of a deal when it comes to playoff tiebreakers down the line. They've got to get to two and two. If they are one and three, it looks a lot freakier. Two and two makes you feel a lot better, especially because you know you're going to Washington to play a, a bad commanders team the week after that. And three and two after going into the bye Makes you feel pretty good where you can exhale a little bit, but you got to get to two and two first by beating your division rival before you can think about any of that other stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a tone setting uh, setter for the season, right? Like your if you start one and zero in the division, and like you said, you go into the bye week to get healthy. That's what the bye week is for: is to get healthy. It's not to go on vacation, right? So like that, and if you're if you're getting healthy at three and two, that is a definite. It's a better mindset heading into the big grind of the the second half of the season. Yeah, I, I think Mike Vrabel knows this. He's played in these games, you know, uh, quite a bit, or played and coached in these games. You know, I, I think the good thing is, is that the, there's two good coaches. You know, Frank Wright's a really good head coach. You know, he's had his ups and downs with Andrew Luck, his star quarterback, leaving him, and he's been in a, kind of a state of disarray. Look, maybe he's – I don't know if he's picked his quarterbacks, but his quarterbacks haven't been adequate enough to get the Colts where they need to be consistently. Well, it is Frank Reich's fault. Carson Wentz's disaster is on Frank Reich because Frank Reich is the one who stuck his neck out about that, and he's talked about that. So, you know, Frank Reich has a – and Chris Ballard. Both those guys have reputations of being very good at their job, yet the Colts have not gotten anything to really show for it. I think that's fair to say. So I, I, there, he, he bears responsibility for some of the disasters, right? And yeah. the longevity. Here's the difference. And I, I was thinking about this actually while Mike Vrabel was talking because, you know, Vrabel is, you know, when, he, when he's asked that question, he's not going to give you anything. That's just, we know how important it is, but it's our responsibility to do our job. That, I think, why the franchise – has been so consistent. I mean, it really like to be in the playoffs each and every year is a very, very difficult thing. He missed the playoffs that one year where Mariota, you know, didn't play. He was in a ball cap on the sidelines. And after that, it's just been consistent play. Now they haven't gotten to the peak, right? The pinnacle, which is the Super Bowl. But these are the type of games that I you if you're a Titans fan you should feel very comfortable that your team is going to be prepared for this type of game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So here's the question to ask you guys. Now I've seen a lot of people saying that Wentz is looking better than Matt Ryan so far this season, or Ryan hasn't been any better than Wentz was last year. And yeah, it's been a rocky start for the Colts offense. They're the lowest scoring offense in the NFL scoring just 40 points in the first three games. But how important is it for the Titans to beat the Colts this week? And let's put this on a one through 10 ranking 10 being, you know, it, it, this, this game, in my opinion, is kind of hard for it to be a 10 because Zach, you just brought up 
the week 17 matchup between Titans and Colts from tw- uh, 2018, where the winner goes to the playoff and the loser goes home. That's a 10. That's a 10. Right? That's, That's a 10. The Marcus Mariota on the sideline and a ball cap and Blaine Gabbert throwing an interception to lose the game. That's a 10. So Nate says 10, obviously. No, no, no. Not 10, obviously. Because this is just, it is just week four. Because the Titans lost to the Colts in embarrassing fashion on Thursday night football with a FedEx punter in 2020 and still went on to win the division, right? So it's just week four. So what is it one through 10 uh, with me just describing a 10 to you? Uh, so Zach, I'll send you the chat because I see a lot of comments and decimals are fine. You can use decimals if you feel like it. Titans Kyle says nine, eight there from fire. Daniel says 10. Eric says 10. These are early comments though. So maybe they change 8.879 from our guy, Lou man, 8.5 from uh Bastin 85. Deshaun Washington says a 10. Derek R says nine. Uh, Amar says eight. Nav says four, uh, Nav four, five, four says eight. Top tier says eight. Marquis says eight, 9.5 from, uh, Durrell. KG says 10. 10 from Hibachi. Y'all better bring it as a Colts guy. Roy says eight. Dominic says six. 9.5 from Daniel Lee Lewis. Scott Weaver says nine. Stephen King says 11.10. Billy <laughs> says seven. Jill says eight. John says nine. 9.5 from Nick. Antonio says 7.5. Matt goes with a 10. Brian says 9.5. Uh, 11, uh, 11 can't go one and three and third for Big Ten Jeff, who's a Colts fan. Ethan says seven. Jared says 5.7. Howard says six. Willie says seven. So, you know, I think they're all seven to tens, which I think is probably the range. This is not a six game. Austin, what is your number? I have to actually go with an eight. I think it's more important than just having it be a seven. Again, it's not a 10 uh, because the you know it is just week four. But two and two versus one and three with also making the Colts one, two, and one feels a lot better. And that's the crazy thing about the NFL this year. Week four starts tonight. You got the only undefeated team in the Miami Dolphins with Tua's back head injury well, the, the, Eagle, the Eagles are undefeated. I'm sorry the Eagle I'm, I'm at the AFC so only to undefeated team in the AFC uh going up against the Bengals who got right last week and now if after tonight if the Dolphins lose then the Titans are not that far out of really anything the point is in today's AFC nothing's out of reach yet because everybody's beaten everybody except for the Dolphins and we'll see what happens later on so I think it's an eight for me because it's about regaining your control of your division. And also at the same time, putting another big hurting on what I think is your biggest threat in the division going into the year. I think the Jags have uh, you know, risen up since the year started, obviously, but I think it's a double, you know, hit, right? It's that you get to two and two and you put the Colts down underneath the surface and you get back to the surface to use uh, Mike Vrabel's words. I think it's an eight out of 10, especially because it's on the road. Yes. And notoriously the Titans have played well in Indy, like like in the last couple of years, they went through that stretch where they couldn't beat the Colts to save their life. But that, that was then this is now. Yeah, Peyton Manning I'm, and I'm, Andrew Luck had a lot to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm lower than that. I'm at a seven. And here's the reason why it's what happened to the Colts in week two. The Jags have the lead, right? So I can't sit here. If this was a division winner or a division leader, if the Colts were were two and one, then yeah, I think I'm I'm a lot higher. But you're not playing the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. You're playing the Indianapolis Colts. I understand of what you just said of how it can knock them down a peg. The tie we all hate because it, it makes things more difficult. But I'm at a seven. It's a very important game. Don't get me wrong. But since you're not playing the leader in the division uh, and you're not supposed to win away, right, games, like if you actually think about it, right, they should have – that's why they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The Colts are this this week. Yeah. So I, I'm at a seven uh, in that sense. 
it is also a long season, right? Like there's plenty of football to play. We're going to be in a completely different spot when the Titans play the Colts at home here in a few weeks because more games will be played. I think it's very early, but I do think it is a seven, but I am, I'm not at an eight right now. Yeah. I guess the reason why you I can lose and survive. That's my, point. no. yeah. And I, I, I don't disagree with that either. Now it just makes it even harder because the schedule after the bye week gets even more difficult, right? We can pull up uh, the schedule right here after the bye. it's Colts again. So you got a quick turnaround in this thing. Then the Texans, but then you got chiefs, Broncos, Packers, Bengals, Eagles, Jags, like Zach, I, I don't, you know, the Jags are a lot more difficult on at the end of that run before you then play the chargers again. So it's just not going to get any easier, which makes me feel like this game is that much more important. And I, it, it this is as, as important as a week four game can be, I think is how I can put it. It's as important as a week four game can be, because if you win this, you're back and you can excuse the loss to the giants and you're back even right. You, you can live with that loss and be like, all right, you can get over it. And if you also win, look at the Colts, because their schedule is so division heavy in the first seven weeks, where so they play five divisional games in seven weeks. And they've lost two and tied one. Yeah, if you beat them, they're 0-2-1 in the division, halfway through their division schedule. The, the Colts aren't making the playoffs if they start 0-2-1 in the division. They're not, right? it's they're working an uphill battle. If that's the case, I don't want to say can't, uh, I think because of the state of this the division, I don't, not I don't likely. think you cannot say I'll this say division's say, not good. You think a, you think a team that wins three games in the division can win the division? Well, yeah, the because Colts? they haven't lost both games. Like they, 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 they haven't lost both games to the Jags. Given they tied the Texans, that's supposed to be a win for you, right? And so you're 0-2-1 in the division. Well, last year, the Titans lost to the Texans. That was supposed to be a win for them. You know, so right. like crazy things like that happen. I, I'm just, I'm not shutting the door because of how bad the division is. If the division was better, if this was the AFC East, it would be different because I, there's I, a clear-cut winner. I would love to know the last time an NFL team won their division with just three wins in the division. Yeah. You know, Cause we can, we had, we've got this 2022. NFC beast. Yeah. Right. Because we've, we've got 20 years of data of this setup, right. Where you've got uh, four team divisions and you know, all the directions and all that too. Right. Like, so if you want to look that up real quick. Yeah. Well, like, how, I'm trying to think of like how I would, Look that up. I just what do you up Google NFCDs. to find the answer the fastest? Well, what what year was it? Uh, 2020? 2020. Yeah, look up twenty twenty. Because when and then you've got the Seahawks who did it in two thousand ten season. I'll look up twenty ten NFC West. Here we go. Up. 2020 National Football Conference seven and nine six and ten six and ten four and eleven divisionally. Oh, of course NFL.com doesn't have this. Bad. Um, now we're we're looking this up on air, but I, I yeah. do think that it's interesting. I, I right? think it's relevant. I think it's relevant. So, so all right, I got 2010. Why uh, let me just have... side note nfl.com sucks like yes, nfl.com is a terrible place to look up things that you want to know <laughs> like and that's the premise of what should be happening you got to go espn espn's the only i know yeah and th yeah that they that's why they have as many hits on their website as they do uh, all right yes. so i have this now you've got it yes division yeah. Washington made the playoffs. They won the division. They tied with the New York Giants that year. Washington was seven and nine. The Giants were six and ten. Their division record, though, was two and four. Or Washington me, four, four and two. Both of them were four and two in their division. Right. 
So I go back to 2010 when the Seattle Seahawks made the playoffs at seven and nine, their division record was four and two. So those are the two worst playoff teams in the last 12 years. And they had a four and two record in the division. And the curveball is the tie and who they tied with because the Texans are not competing in the division, right? So you don't get that benefit. But Zach, my point, my overall point is if the Colts lose the Titans this weekend. No, I'm agreeing with you in that sense. Yeah, they're 0-2-1. and They can only get three. And they've got three left. And they've already not beaten those three teams. Those two. That's why I'm saying the tie of yeah. who they tied with solidifies your point. So I, yeah. I agree with you now based on what we just said. So, so, well, now knowing that I will, I'll, uh, you've, you know, not many people don't ever tell me that you can't change my mind. I'm at an eight with you now, now that we've done that calculation, because if you're telling me that that, really punches them out of the divisional race most likely you but it's really early in the season i will come up what what did, i was at a 7 i will come You're up to a, a 7.5 there you go so i got I won't you come up to an 8 i cannot I got do eight. you a half point but i, I will if, go up 7.5 now nah, it's funny cuz somebody says uh is this a colts podcast now no it's not uh, yeah it's not but but if we're asking football, pal, hey, no, you like yeah, football? But, who was that? Do you ask him if he likes football? It was it was Kibachi, but so if, oh, if wow, we wow. if we yeah, flip it, yeah, if we flip the question though, we'll ask Kibachi. What is this one through ten importance for the Colts to win? Okay, yeah, let's single it out. Hibachi, one through ten for the Colts to win. What is your number? 10 being absolute must win into the season. We already described that one being nothing. So where are you at? Well, and the funny thing is, is his full name. We're going to call him Hibachi. So we're waiting on Hibachi. Colts 1 through 10. What does it mean for them now that we know what we know now? I thought that that was actually a, a I'm glad we looked that up because we know the full true impact of what it means. Well, of course he comes back with a uh, dumb, sarcastic one. This is easy money. Uh, like Man, that guy is the most confident uh, fan of a one, one and one team I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> All right. Hibachi let come back on Monday, regardless of the outcome, please come. And you, you've watched the show consistently. So Monday, We'll see what happens. If the Titans win, I wonder what kind of tune you'll be singing. I'm sure you're going to be like, well, we'll get them next time, you know, in a couple of weeks. But next time you're already dead. <laughs> like, I mean, but seriously, if the Titans can beat the Colts on Sunday, they have a chance to actually bury them in uh, right after the bye week. Well, instead of, uh, you know, since Sabachi's not going to play, let's Big Ten Jeff. And you answer oh, oh, the game. Real, real quick. No, 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 no. Hibachi says he'll be back win, lose, or draw, which is funny because the Colts have won, lost, and drawn so far yeah. this season. Draw. That, so, <laughs> okay. Here, here's where I'm at. I'm now at a 7.25. I'm coming back down. You're back down? What are you doing? I'll, I'll tell you why. Mind. I'll tell you why, though. I'll tell okay. you why. Based on Hibachi just saying what he said. Because you know what we're not factoring in, Austin? A tie? A tie. If the Titans and the Colts tie, that changes the game, and it's less impactful of the Colts losing the division. So I'm at a 7.25 final answer because of that. I think that's fair. Okay. I have I have a question to ask if something's fair uh, next uh, when we play with the magic bucket. So I'm going to uh, tell you guys about Hughes and Coleman, then we'll do magic bucket. Uh, but Hughes and Coleman, they are the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. And if you've been injured in a car wreck, call them at 800-800-4600. That's 800-800-4600 for a free case consultation they're the official injury lawyers of the Titans, and they've recovered over $1 billion for their clients across the state of Tennessee and in Kentucky and can do and fight for you the way they've done so many times before. So, again, if you've been injured in a car wreck, 
Call them today for a free case consultation, 800-800-4600, principal office in Nashville, Tennessee. A to Z Sports are powered by BetMGM. Download the promo or download the app. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. Risk-free bet up to $1,000. $1,000 when you sign up today using that promo code for new users. That's BetMGM. Get hooked up. Let's get to the magic bucket. All right, Magic Bucket time on this Thursday. Uh, so, Zach, it is your sticker week, but I also have a question uh, for you. Do you have your fruit? I do. Oh, because <laughs> oh, my I, question. I, I, look, hey, hey, I, I'm a man of my word. I wasn't going to go past Thursday without having my fruit. I was a, okay. That was my question, is that is it fair for you to pull two two slips if you didn't have your fruit over my dead body there's no way i was going to put myself in that predicament right so and i do you have got a little apple? Back, backstory apple. on this oh. oh i mean i can't juggle so this is not going to take long but uh so i was looking for those honey crisps right i love them honey honey crisps they were out of course so i was like so I, I walked around and there was a section and there was this, these singular apples that, again, it was good marketing, kind of. They're rave apples, R-A-V-E. Have you ever gotten them? I've never gotten them because I don't buy anything but Honeycrisp. Yeah, good, because they suck. They're awful. They're the worst apple. I'm anti-rave apple. When you see rave apple, go the other way. Don't buy them. So I've had one of these. I bought four because I, I wanted to try it. So I've got three. I'm going to attempt to juggle. Then I'll do my sticker. And then I'll do the next magic bucket. Okay. So I, I know that I can juggle two, right? That's not but juggling. three is a little bit different. Yes. Let's see. Hold on. It's not realistic. Yeah. Let's see if Zach can juggle. Oh, there's no way. Do you know how to start? <laughs> <That's> the... <laughs> I started out two. And then once I added that third. <laughs> Through them, that wasn't necessarily juggling. You you start with two in one hand and one in the other. You start by throwing the one with two, two first, then one. Then you catch the other one, and then you throw, then you catch. Yeah. Well, uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to teach me to uh, juggle today. The only thing I'm juggling is the juggalos for insane clown policy. (laughs) <laughs> which is the funniest thing. Go watch the insane clown posse documentary on YouTube and it will change your mindset on people in general. All right, n- next up. So this is kind of a funny story. I had to attend a wedding in Virginia beach this past weekend. And you know, I don't play golf. I, I, I don't play golf. I don't have time to play golf. I don't have the patience to play golf. I'm not very good at golf. That's just not my, my job. i I play basketball and work really and go on vacations. Those are my three hobbies. So the guys are going to go play golf at this like really nice golf course. I don't give a damn about a really nice golf course. I don't play golf. So I go, (laughs) this is an experience. I go to a spin class with all the girls (laughs) because (laughs) I, I got nothing else to do. And honestly, the spin class was actually pretty fun. I cycle to work out so i have that experience it was difficult you know i I, guys that weigh over 200 pounds can't do the same movements as girls so i went to a spin class and i snatched one of their is a brand new spin studio in virginia beach if you live there uh called swell so there's a, a free endorsement for swell swell spin and sweat it was actually pretty cool. I enjoyed talking to the owner. Best of luck to her. Swell. That's hilarious. I've actually never done a spin uh, class before. I, I'm sure it's just hard because I have. Yeah, I, was, oh, I was drenched in sweat. Yeah. Afterwards. I, I uh, when I got out of college, uh, I biked a lot for. I had to lose my college fried food weight, uh, so I biked a lot to do that. Um, so I, I got some people coming after me. Somebody said I look like I play lacrosse. And then uh, also, lax, then bro. You're, you're a lax bro. No, not at all. Like, and then somebody else said, uh, "Where'd it go?" Austin looks like he plays golf. You can tell from Nate. Like, I, I grew up playing golf. I haven't played golf in like 
I played golf once during the pandemic. And that's when a lot of people played golf because you could. I played right. golf once during the summer of 2020. And uh, that's the last time I played. And I'm definitely not a lax bro. Never, never played lacrosse. But my high school has a has a lacrosse program. So there are lax bros that come from where I come from. Yeah, that's pretty funny. The last thing I'll say is, so I'm in the spin class and it's all women, right? Like they're all wearing spandex. I told my fiance this, Kaya, I had to say it. Um, I was like, my younger self would have been like, whoa, way to go, Zach. You're in a spin class. You're in a really good situation. And so, I, again, I can't golf. And especially at nice, nice golf courses, if you try to golf and you can't golf, you're out of a lot of money too. Like, yeah, because be, golf balls are expenses, expensive. And if you suck, you're all you lose gone. Yes. They're all gone. Yeah, I got a bunch of people slandering me in here. Um, Austin looks like a cross country runner. Like, come on. Like, you guys can see me from the shoulder up. And that then could, that's uh, a, maybe a good thing. Look, Stephen King says I look like a, well, excellent water polo player. I, is that a good or a bad thing, right? Water polo is hard because you have to tread that water nonstop. And then Jeff says, I look like, uh, and I'm not going to say it because it's not a, a, you know, a nice thing to call soccer players, but I've also never played soccer. I played football and basketball, everybody. So if you want to come, you know, get an Oklahoma you your, drill you in your fields real quick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people are just coming after me. Look like, like it, it, somebody else said, I looked like a non-contact guy. You want to meet me in the hole of the Oklahoma drill? Do you want to, who wants to, who wants to buck up? Who wants to go one-on-one? Okay, line line of the show of the season. Who wants to buck up? Yeah, who wants to go? Who wants to line up? Who I got my my high school helmets back at my parents' house. I can go strap it up real quick if anybody wants to rumble. This good is good. This is good content. KG, bring it on, KG, bring it on. You you don't even have a name up there. Saying I look like a non-contact guy. Give me a freaking break. I'll whip your ass. <laughs> All right. Magic fucking time. Things are getting boiling point. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've never heard anybody say. It's like a viral video of a guy at Walgreens. Who wants to buck up? Like, what did <laughs> you're I, not, do I do? You're not, like, you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Clayton says, Austin, aren't you five, six? What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> it's just, well, now the chat has gotten the upper hand, right? Like now there's more of them than us. Honestly. Hey, how about that? Uh, Nika, Nika was at the bowling event we were at. I'm a pretty good bowler. I'm five eleven. <laughs> Come on. Aren't you five? Now five, six is slander. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. All oh right. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I, you've already done that. Sorry. That's the hissing thing. I have not done that. Yes, you have. You've hissed at me. Have you, have you not? No, you were supposed to hiss at me. And you Sam hissed, hissed at me. Sam hissed So me. I'll I, take that one. I'll yeah, take so you, that one. Give yeah, me that so, one. I want yeah, that So one. you have to, you have to hiss at me. Um, hiss at me. You go ahead and tear that one up then. Yeah, 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 I'll tell it because now all three of us will have done it. All Put right. that on the calendar. Man, well, who... Ah, that's the tongue twister. Thank God I don't have to do that again. Yes. Man, that was right. a good little... I'm, I'm I'll, I'll go back and watch. Thing. I will go back and watch that portion of the show. <laughs> all right, so you did this uh, recently. I have to name as many team mascots as I can in 30 seconds. So we 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 need to change this because you already know what the strategy. I start preparing in my head, right? So you can bring up something, and I have to just name as many in thirty seconds as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You read it to me twice. I think you. This is gonna be a good. This would be good. Okay. So read it to me once, read it to me a second time, clock starts. Correct. 30 seconds on the clock. Name as many 
NHL hockey teams as you can. NHL hockey teams as you can. Predators, Flames, Jets, Sharks, Stars, Ducks, uh, uh, Habs, Canadians, uh, Red Wings, um, Oilers, Blue Jackets, Panthers, Penguins, Bruins, um, uh, I already said Jets, uh, Maple Leafs, um, I already said Oilers. Stop. Rangers. So you you got fourteen. There's thirty teams in the. I don't know. Oh, the, maybe there's the Kraken. They added some light. Ah, uh, Kraken. I was trying. Yeah. Wild. Uh, the Hab. The Habs and the Canadians are the same. Same. Correct. It's the same. Yeah. 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 So I didn't count that. So you got fourteen out of thirty-two. There's thirty-two. Not bad. Huh? There's well, because of now? the Kraken in Vegas. Oh, Vegas. Yeah, it's like Mark said you didn't name the city didn't count. No, that counted. That's that's what I was asking for. He he did yeah, exactly it's it's not like going through the NFL teams. You I could name you could name them all, right? That was a little bit more difficult. I would have struggled. Yeah, especially because it's September. <laughs> like ask me that question in January, then I could probably do a little bit more. <laughs> so 14, not bad. Yeah. Especially when hockey has been so far away from my brain. Yeah. How did you how did you organize it in your mind? Was it divisions or playoffs uh, or just random? I was I thought of um the Preds and then who the Preds typically play in their division out west and then and then playoff matchups with the Preds. And then I went like back to Florida and tried to go up. Yeah. Don't so, go to Florida now. Yeah, no, 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 no. And I, I didn't mention the Hurricanes either, as uh, Billy brings up. But they're in Carolina, not in uh, Florida. So, all right, we will see you guys tomorrow on a Friday where Zach has to hiss at me. So, hope everybody has a great rest of your Thursday. Buck Rising live tonight, A to Z Sports primetime. And also Sam Phelan at Titans practice later on today. We'll give you more inside the locker room coverage like the Big Jeff video we talked about earlier today. So, check that out on our uh, YouTube channel and subscribe there at A to Z Sports Nashville on YouTube. Thanks for watching as well. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Appreciate it as always. Adios.